0: Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another day like this, another day when we can gather to worship you and hear your word. We pray that today you will open our eyes and understanding so that we can receive wisdom and counsel from you, and so that we can understand why we come to have our meeting with you. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We will be looking at Luke chapter 5, just one verse, verse 17. Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. When we spoke last week, we discussed the issue of Jesus being in the house and strange things or miracles happening. For some reason, it escaped our mind why Jesus was actually in the house. So today I want to talk about why Jesus is in your life, or put differently, why would Jesus want to speak to you? When we go to a church meeting, we go there because we expect a miracle, or we are there because we want to be healed, or sometimes we are there because we want to receive something from the church. These things are not bad in themselves, but it is not the reason why Jesus comes into our lives. So we want to look at why Jesus comes into our lives. One of the reasons why Jesus comes into our lives is so that we can live as God wants us to live. And as a result, we can now be with him in heaven at the end of our stay here on the earth. Another reason is so that we can be equipped to serve God as God wants to be served. But more than ever, we discover that people have lost touch with why Jesus comes into their lives. We focus on the byproduct rather than on the main product. Sometimes when you are doing something, there is a reason for doing it, but there are other several things that come out of that main thing while you are doing it. But human nature always looks out for the byproduct rather than the main purpose. In this particular case... The Bible starts by telling us that Jesus was in that place to teach. But as he was teaching, the power of God was also present to heal. And then, as usual, we focused more on the healing, the miracles, the man who began to walk, and so on and so forth. And then we forgot the real reason why Jesus was there was to teach. Whenever Jesus went to a place, he went there to teach. Miracles and healings were just a byproduct. When we talk of teaching, we are speaking about explaining or opening up the scriptures for us to understand. We are speaking of giving instructions so that we can benefit from the scriptures. But then during those times of teachings, miracles happen. Unfortunately, people forget about the purpose of the teaching and focus on the miracles. But the miracles are there because of the teachings. Very briefly, let me tell us why miracles occur. Miracles occur to show the power of God. Miracles also occur to prove that Jesus is God. If you look at the full scripture in Luke 5, 17 to 26, the people were asking, why is Jesus blaspheming? Who can forgive sin but God? And so to prove that he is God, he healed that man. Miracles also come to give proof to a ministry. Miracles are also there to aid preaching or teaching so that as someone is teaching about the power of God and a miracle happens, it gives proof to the fact that indeed the word of God can heal. As a result, miracles help to build the faith of people who are around and miracles also bring God's blessings on people. But if all You go to a church meeting for is to receive miracles, then you have missed the real purpose of miracles. A miracle tells us that what Jesus is teaching is the truth. But if you go to a place only to receive miracles and then you abandon the teaching, then you have missed the purpose for which Jesus came to that place. For example, after Jesus had fed 5,000 men with bread and fish, the following day some of the people came looking for more food. But Jesus warned them not to seek for food, but to seek for something of eternal value. They did not realize that Jesus fed them because it was getting late and he did not want them to go all over the place looking for food. They missed out the purpose that he fed them so that they can eat and then sit down and listen to his teachings. Many of us go to church meetings and forget that the real reason why we are in those church meetings is to hear the teachings of God. At another time, Jesus' disciples went and demons were subject to them and they returned rejoicing. But Jesus warned them not to rejoice because demons are subject to them, but because their names were written in the book of life. In other words, don't get excited because you got a miracle or because you were healed, get excited because your name is written in the book of life in heaven. You can get a miracle and still not get to heaven. For example, a woman went to Jesus and wanted him to heal her daughter. And after her daughter was healed, the woman went home. She got the healing, but did not get salvation. At another time, Jesus opened the eyes of blind Bartimaeus. And then the Bible tells us that after that, blind Bartimaeus followed Jesus in the way. For blind Bartimaeus, he benefited from a miracle and also benefited from his life being transformed through the teachings of Jesus. So it is important that we do not miss the reason why we come to a church meeting. The reason why we're in a church meeting is so that we can be taught the word of God. The teaching of the word of God helps us to know what God wants of us. It teaches us how we should live before God. We also learn what we must do to enter into heaven. So if you go to a church meeting and all you want from that church meeting is a miracle, a healing, or food, you have missed the real reason for your being in that meeting. When you come to Jesus Christ and Jesus comes into your life, you become a new creation. From that day onwards, your life changes. The new life in Christ is different. And so you have to now be taught how to live that life. That is why we go to church meetings so that we can be taught how to live the Christian life. Because the Christian life is completely different from the way we have been living before. For example, the Christian life does not permit you to tell lies. The Christian life does not permit you to steal. The Christian life does not permit you to kill. The Christian life does not permit you to hate somebody. The Christian life does not permit you to marry two wives. The Christian life does not permit you to have sexual relations when you are not married. So you have to be taught this new life. The teachings come to teach us the ways of God. The teachings help us to know more about God. The teachings tell us how to approach God. The teachings tell us how we can gain salvation. The teachings prepare us for heaven. So whenever we come to any meeting where the word of God is to be taught, it is important that we come to listen. Because what is being taught is going to change our lives. That is why Jesus told the disciples to go and make disciples of all the nations. He told them to teach the people to observe everything that he has taught. And so it is our duty to teach the people the word of God. But God also recognizes that we have difficulties and problems. And so in the course of these teachings, he deals with those issues. But what is uppermost in God's heart is that you will come to be with him in heaven when you leave the earth. So I want us all to make up our minds. That beginning from today, we will be seekers of God's salvation. If miracles come, glory be to God. If we don't get miracles, glory be to God. If we have food, glory be to God. If we don't have food, glory be to God. Jesus Christ said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. The Bible tells us, that it is God's pleasure to give us the kingdom. So we should stop running after things like other people are chasing after. Instead, we should chase after God. We should make God our pursuit. God should be the reason why we have come to a church meeting. God should be the purpose for our being gathered in a church meeting. That should be why we left our homes to come together in a place. Because we want to hear the word of God and we want to grow as a result. When a child is born, we feed that child so that he can grow physically. We train that child so that he can grow mentally. It is the same in the kingdom of God. When a man becomes born again, we feed him with the word of God so that he can grow spiritually. We instruct him and train him with the word of God so that he can engage in the work of God. And as he grows and engages in the work of God, God meets him at the point of his need. So I want to challenge us today. Let us seek after God. Let us seek to serve God. And he will meet us at the point of our needs. God knows your needs. And he will meet every single one of them at the appropriate time. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your word today. Help us, Lord to henceforth come seeking for you rather than seeking for things. We know you are a good God and you have our best interest at heart. But help us to come seeking after you so that we can know more about you, so that we can serve you, and so that we can be with you in eternity. As many as desire salvation, I pray you will help them to find salvation. As many as have one need or the other, I pray that you will meet them at the point of need. But more importantly, I pray that you will teach all of us your word and give us understanding. In Jesus' name, amen.